when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. So uh, it's a snow day here, but we're not taking the day off. Becky, are you, are you not hearing yourself? No. Uh, let's see. Hello, testing. Question, is it because your hat is covering your ears? That was my... Because if, that, hello, if that's the hello. answer, I'm never going to let you forget it. Occam's razor. <laughs> I did not reach for my ear flaps <laughs> on my hat before making seeing if Matthew had done something wrong on the plug-in. So, yes, you're absolutely right. It was my hat covering my ear holes and not any other problem. That's cool. All right, then. Yeah, they should make hats with ear holes. Yes. Um, like how they like how they make gloves where the finger works on your phone screen. They should make uh, hats with holes for your ears. So did I, I don't tell, see any drawbacks to did that. Did I tell you about the the douchiest sort of not the douchiest but a douchey thing I I bought to prepare myself for I'm I told you I'm going on a Scotland ten day yes, a, eight a day long, walk long walk yes a very long walk home okay let me see if I can guess what the douchey thing you bought is like a walking stick I already own them already own a walking stick of course <laughs> two in two fact. two walking sticks um let's see a I don't know um. Sock liners with individual toes. Oh yes, <laughs> I think we. I think you did mention this because I feel like we talked about did, this oh, recently. I do feel like we yeah. talked about this because you were talking about the, the the people who wore the shoes, right? And you and you wanted to assure me that you had nothing in common. Nothing with those in people. common with those people. <laughs> and so yet, I just once you socks. get to like mile forty, you're going to be like, I wish I had, I had those <laughs> stupid toe shoes. Um, yeah, I went and geared up at REI and I was very happy with all my purchases until I got to the check stand and saw how much they were. (laughs) And I was like, I better be on like international walking trips for the rest of my life to justify the expense. Oh yeah, for sure. We're we're never going to see you around the studio again. You're going to be like, well, I'm I'm walking the uh, Caucasus Mountains. Run up to me. I don't think that's what they're called. (laughs) Caucasus? Caucasus? Yeah, the Caucasus Mountains. No, (laughs) Caucasus. I don't think it's that either. No? Caucasus, I think. Caucasus, we hawking? <laughs> yeah, walking. You're going to be walking all the all the it, top. It is Caucasus. I can't say that. All the top destinations. We hawking. Uh, Maplewood, <laughs> Camden. How do you pronounce this? C a u c a s u s. Caucasus. Caucasus. That's just hard to pronounce. Caucasus. Caucasus. Uh, and speaking of caucuses, okay, um, <laughs> nice. I have a super gross book for us this Perfect. week. Perfect. I love super gross books. Uh, it's called My Father's Best Friend's Secret Baby. Oh, right. By Jamie Knight. Yeah. And wow, I I picked this, and so it's, it's not like I can say like I didn't know what was what we were getting into since I picked the book. So okay. here we go. Here we go. How much did you read into the book? Who is, is your friend Laura? Who? Uh, yes. I mean, I must have read something, or I wouldn't have picked it. But I and when I look back at it, I'm like, what? 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 Why? I would have picked it just for the title alone. Okay, so Laura, uh, I, I guess I maybe I picked it just for the title alone. Uh, uh, friend of the show, Laura, who likes it when we're super uncomfortable. This one's for you. Oh, I love it. Prologue, Bradley. Oh, uncomfortable already. I hate that name. <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> I shouldn't have been doing this. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have had these thoughts about James's daughter. But she ew, was, ew, most uncomfortable person ever. But she ever. was so damn hot. And she had been and practically over 16, throwing herself 18. at me. <laughs> Sorry, 18. <laughs> those hips, those lips, those eyes. Oh, 
I love the rhyming. Those hips, those lips, those eyes. It was as if she was begging me to do what I wanted, which was to bend her over my lap and spank her ass for being such a bad girl. Mm. And then thrust my dick deep inside her mouth. <laughs> deep inside her what? Mouth. Does it really say that? Matthew is holding, now, um, yeah. Matthew's now holding up the Kindle. Oh. I mean, what's the alternative that I made that up instead? I can always tell when when you're uncomfortable because your voice gets really <laughs> monotone. strangely monotone, and it sounds like you're you're a robot. All of a sudden. I'm kind of doing it on purpose. Those, Which, this is okay, him, This no, is me I'm impersonating gonna, you. Oh. Those. Those hips, those lips, those eyes. It was as if she was begging me to do what I wanted, which was to bend her over my lap and spank her ass for being such a bad girl and then thrust my duck deep. Into it. I just said, you thrust, said thrust my, my duck. duck. You totally did. <laughs> I okay, got no, comfortable too. I'm going to read it the way it was meant to be read. Oh, please don't ever. No, don't ever do that. <laughs> okay, that's a threat that's just hanging out there, okay. <laughs> just so you know. Her father, James, was the only good friend I had these days, and he had, he had been ever long. since I so Not desperately needed one. After I was injured at war and discharged from duty, he'd taken me to his house and let me stay with him, even though he had only been my commanding officer. What is what? I don't understand the only. I don't get that either. Like, because if he was three levels up, it would make more sense. I get, yeah, he was he was the general of the army. Right. <laughs> he was the secretary of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. <laughs> and therefore, it makes perfect sense why I took right. me in. But just because he's only the commanding officer, right. it's really weird. We'd grown close. <laughs> yeah, I borrowed a couple of stars <laughs> off of his uh, uniform. We'd grown close, both due to the gratefulness I'd felt for him and... That doesn't actually bring Gra- me closer gratitude. to people. Uh, both due to the gratefulness I'd felt for him and the bond we'd shared as he'd helped me get back on my feet. Fucking his daughter was no way to repay him for his kindness, even though it was clear she wanted me to take her for her very first time. Oh, this is horrible. Sure. She was an adult and seemed to know exactly what she wanted, which was very obviously me. And I wanted to take her every which way I could. Oh, boy. Oh, take um, her. Taken by the, <laughs> the injured vet. Folks, is that, is that folks the name I'm of doing my best here. From behind, while she was on all fours, <laughs> calling out my name. <laughs> this is the best. And I, was, I love it. You picked this book, and, you stupid ass. <laughs> stupid. Um, yep. You're getting everything. You didn't read past the first line. I don't think I read past the title. I don't think you did. I don't this think is so. what you get. And it's we love it. From Laura, behind, we're loving this. From behind, while she was on all fours, calling out my name, and I was pulling her hair. Bradley. Bradley. <laughs> Oh, God. Braddy! Braddy! (laughs) Braddy. From on top, while I was looking into those pretty eyes, she liked to bat so innocently at me. Mm. Wait, do you bat your eyes or bat your eyelashes? You bat your lashes. You bat your eyes, you go to the hospital. (laughs) From underneath her, so she could spread those legs wide and let me all the way into her tiny, tight, wet little pussy. Ah! Wait, I didn't hear the last part. All the way into her tiny, tight, wet little pussy. I couldn't do it, could I? It could have all sorts of negative consequences. James would no doubt kick me out of his house. And what if I knocked her up? She had her whole life ahead of her. There are there are precautions you can take to avoid yeah, that. Yeah, it's like he doesn't have any clue. <laughs> well, I don't know. He just he just if I just randomly knocked her he up. He got hit on the head a lot. Mm-hmm. She yeah. got she got batted in the eyes. Exactly. He <laughs> she, he uh, she batted her eyes at him and mm-hmm. hit him right mm-hmm. right in the head. Mm-hmm. She she had her whole life ahead of her, and mine had just been unexpectedly derailed. I had no fucking control. I, I had to fucking control myself. 
but could I? Yeah, he does have no fucking control. That's no. obvious. Not with those curvy hips of hers walking in front of me. Just the hips. Just the okay. hips. That's really creepy. <laughs> While she was dressed only in her bikini, begging me to come for a swim with her. Swim with her? I wanted to swim in her. Oh, God. And I always got what I wanted. Which brings us to our game. All right. Will you take these Cheez-Its from me? And I would like, Matthew, you to notice where I'm reaching back creepily. Does this not <laughs> oh, look so, weird? Oh, my God. It's so much creepier than I thought. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing it. Becky's now now is on to the hidden water system. I just started doing and it. I'm loving it. Okay. It doesn't it look like I'm sort of dislocating my well, arm in some weird way. Yes. It's like it's like I, a robot tame. arm is handing you water out of nowhere. And then strangely, I feel because we're recording into the microphone, we can't turn away from right, the exactly. So, so that's have, why we that's do a, this yes. weird so eye crazy. contact. By thing. the way, we tried to post a video of me doing this on Facebook, but it we couldn't figure out how to use Facebook. So we? Well, you. I, I said I told you to try and fix it. I don't mm, think it was. I fixed. didn't. I well, know it's true. But you, let's do this game. Yeah. Okay. Swim with her. I wanted to swim in her, and I always got what I wanted. So just write some kind of terrible sports sex metaphor, such as. I don't think I actually followed the game very well for once. Cool. Uh, such I, as I have no grounds to complain about I know. that. Such as play volleyball with him. I wanted to volley his balls. Mm, okay. It Be- doesn't have to make sense. Right. I got confused because, like, play volleyball with him isn't really a metaphor. <laughs> well, I mean, swim with her isn't a metaphor. The metaphor comes later. I wanted to swim in her. But maybe he's literally going all the way in, and he's going to swim around. Yeah, it's going to be like The Incredible Journey. Was that, is that that <laughs> yes, movie? That, I exactly loved it. that movie when I was a kid, when they got really tiny and... and, and tri- just for people who haven't seen it. Yeah, it's, it's um, some, get injected some kids into get, people's get veins. really tiny and get injected back into a vagina. <laughs> um. Okay, well, I, I I don't know if I did this right. Ski that bunny slope with her. <laughs> I wanted to make sweet bunny bunny love to her all over the place like bunnies do, because bunnies have a lot of sex, am I right? I mean, that is exactly the game I was okay. going for. Okay, all right then. Yeah, also, mine, mine also get really explainy. <laughs> Golf with her. I wanted to introduce her to my nine iron. Nine-inch yeah. nine iron, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, I got that, got that. Full court press was one way to describe my three-way with a judge, reporter, and bailiff. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not a three-way. I can count. What? Well, are you are you the judge, reporter, or bailiff? Oh, you're right. <laughs> wow. I, I just sounded way too proud for debunking your joke. <laughs> this is going to surprise a lot of people. Sorry, my quad way. Go skateboarding with him? I wanted to get him in a 180, which is what skateboarders call a 69. Oh, well, that's, a, kind of, that's a thinker. Yeah. When Coach yelled at me to get on the bench, I don't think he meant for me to get on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> Go curling with her. Curling is what I wanted to do to her hair. Wait, could I be gay? <laughs> oh, okay. Now, that's okay, <laughs> but my joke from two weeks ago about the gay pastry okay, chef so is not okay? Can, can not you even funny? imagine how much I wrestled with myself over, like, am I entitled to tell this joke or not? Probably not. <laughs> You're, you overthink things a lot. Well, but I mean, clearly I was I was right because you called me on no, it. No, I'm just saying you're a hypocrite for giving me shit about like that joke that you didn't understand that I was like the gay pastry shit. You're like, you're I don't right. understand, I don't understand. But right. like I, okay, listeners, <laughs> is a gay hairdresser stereotype more recognizable than a gay pastry chef stereotype? 
that was where that was where I got stuck. Like I didn't know there was such a, such a thing as a gay pastry chef stereotype. Almost like I'd say, and I don't really know where I'm getting the statistics statistic, but I'd say at least three out of four male pastry chefs are homosexuals. Okay, I believe you. Okay, so oh yeah, I forgot. Laura, we have to read the listener book. of the show, Laura, who used to be a pastry chef, still is a pastry chef. Please, uh, please uh, let me know what you think. I'm not. I'm not saying is it true. I'm saying like, does the average known? person know this as a stereotype? Are you calling yourself therefore an average person? <laughs> you just called yourself average. Yeah, I okay. still have one more. You know. Oh, oh, sorry. They're bush league, my boss said, referring to our. Com- <laughs> oh my god, I don't even have to say more. I like it already. I'm sorry. They're, they're bush league, my boss said, referring to our competitors. Well, how do we get what they're getting? I asked earnestly. <laughs> okay. Okay, that was great. Thanks. Chapter one, Bradley. Hope the chicken isn't too spicy for you, said James, looking over at me while I, while I absentmindedly scraped my food around on my plate. I was so lost in thought, I almost forgot where I was. I was still trying to process everything. So much had happened. I knew that all things considered, I was very lucky. Too bad lucky felt so fucking shitty. Wait, was chapter one Bradley and chapter two is Bradley? No, uh, chapter one was the prologue. Oh, I mean, prologue. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. The previous thing we read was the prologue. <laughs> I love when chapter one's the prologue. <laughs> I shifted my chair to try to relieve some of the pressure from my hip. I winced at a sharp pain shooting from my toes up my leg. I had been an aircraft mechanic in the Air Force for about 18 years. Some people have looked as, at that as not shit since I wasn't in direct combat much. But for me, it not let me do. Not shit? So, did, did so like, not shit? Like not a shit job? No, no, like like you ain't shit. Because, uh, because you're just, you're just you. a mechanic. You're gotcha. not actually like... <laughs> gotcha. Like... I guess I guess this makes sense, but like, I, it's hard to imagine. Like, you know, what do you do? Oh, I'm a, an Air Force mechanic. Oh, that's not shit. That ain't shit. Right. Also, it's ain't shit. Yeah, not not, not, not shit. shit. That's why I had a hard time. But for me, it let me do what I loved while still serving our country. I was a self-taught mechanic. <laughs> mm, okay, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> self-taught aircraft mechanic. Uh-huh. Like, where does yeah, he get so, the aircraft lying around to self-teach himself? I mean, I on? understand like you, they they train you when you join the armed forces, but still, I feel like he showed up the interview like, yeah, I think I probably know how to fix planes. I, I've been like fucking around in the garage a lot. Mm-mm. I was a self-taught mechanic, learning everything I knew as a young kid, working on the cars of friends, family, neighbors, basically anyone with a, within a ten-mile radius who would let me near their car. And what's a plane but like a big flying car? Uh, it said no one ever. It doesn't, I said that. People oh. would remark with amazement when their car was fixed using little or no parts <laughs> and drove better than well, it had. Like what? Duct tape? <laughs> Before what it the needed fuck work did he done on it. it. What do you mean no parts? He's got a, like a magic garage. Like How do you people fix coming shit like without parts. You know, I think your brakes are shot. I'm just gonna like kind of massage them a little. He didn't doing like it, I got the magic car touch. reiki. Exactly. He's a car. He's a chiropractor. No. Yeah, I agree. No. News traveled fast about the teenage boy who could fix cars and did it for next to nothing, sometimes even for free. I vividly remember a lady walking up to my house looking nervous and afraid. Brad? She asked quietly. Yeah, I said, what can I do for you? Wringing her hands and glancing around nervously, she continued, but in a language I did not understand. It wasn't Spanish or French or any of the languages I'd heard in school. Might have been Hungarian. Well, random. That's <laughs> Wait, think, did you say they, it or was no, that written? No, it written. I think maybe it might as well have been Hungarian, but it just says might have been Hungarian. Okay. That's true. It might have been. Because, you know, when you don't know languages, it just you just pick one random one that it could be. Yeah, might have been Hungarian. I'm sorry, ma'am. I remember extending my hand out slowly with caution. 
She was so scared. It was then I realized her body was wrapped in some unusual garment I'd never seen before. Oh, this is so awkwardly written. I couldn't tell if it was one of those fashionista things or one of those National Geographic things. Because <laughs> that's how I divide <laughs> the world up. Everybody is either a fashionista, fashionista or a National Geographicer. Right. The sadness in her eyes touched my heart. Car? Car? Help? She asked in an unsure voice. Sure, I'll help you. Let me give you a ride to wherever your car is. As I said it, I made a motion with one of my arms as if I was using a steering wheel to drive. Just wait, one? Wait, so I'm still imagining him as like a 13-year-old fixing cars. Mm-hmm. Is is he, is he back at his home, like childhood home? Well, this is a memory. Right, right. So is he back? Yeah. Is he a kid uh-huh. working a kid on cars? working on cars. Okay. And and a strange Hungarian lady okay. is kind of asking for help. Or someone from National Geographic. Or, or uh, Yeah. I'm sure National Geographic has done a pictorial in Hungary. I'm sure. She understood what I was saying and lit up right away, smiling. We drove the mile to where her car was, and I saw what was what was wrong right away. Her car had overheated and needed coolant. Okay, even I could diagnose that. <laughs> Seriously. I drove her over to the gas station, and she bought some. I put it in her car, had her start the car, and after a few minutes, her engine sounded better, and she was ready to go. Oh, you wow. know, I love when engines sound better. Mm-hmm. Thank you, she said. Thank bowing. you. Bowing her head deeply, holding my teenage hand between her two hands, clasped as if in prayer. You're welcome. She looked up into my eyes, hers welling with emotion. God, God repay you, she said. <laughs> it's okay, very really. Awkward. I'm just glad I could help. I told her, I cannot tell if he's going to fuck this lady. I, I know. Right? I don't think so, but I'm not going to be surprised if he does. I saw two car seats in the back of her car and wondered where her children were. Oh, I didn't be bother hard to asking her. on that. <laughs> but I was, that's right. That would hurt a Ow. lot. Yeah. But I was happy that I could help. That was when I realized that my interest in being a mechanic was more than just a hobby. I wanted to make it my profession. He put some antifreeze in her radiator. That is not a mechanic. Is that a euphemism? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, new game. Green, car, car euphemism. Green. He's yeah. He squirted some of that green liquid into her tank. Her tank. I thought you were saying thank well, you. I just grossed thank my you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank she you said. for squirting it in my you. tank. I worked hard and put myself through trade school, paying for it by working at a fast food joint. Those were long, hard days, going to school during the day and working at night. Sheer will got me through those nights when the restaurant was slow. But I knew that if I had hopes of doing anything with my life, I would have to keep going. I came from a dirt-poor family. Most of them had barely gotten through grade school, let alone had any real profession to speak of. Well, did he have a National Geographic uh, pictorial then? It sounds like he had a real National Geographic upbringing. Yep. So when I graduated from trade school as a mechanic, I felt like I was on top of the fucking world. Unfortunately, though, there weren't very, very many opportunities in the town where I lived, and I didn't have the money to pack up and move. When an Air Force recruiter came around and asked if I wanted to join, I signed up right away, and I knew this was it, my ticket to freedom. Mm. And I was right. Being a mechanic in the Air Force opened my eyes to a whole new world. This, this book is sponsored by the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm. it was an entirely new level of existence, which is weird because most of the books we read are sponsored by the Navy SEALs. <laughs> True. I never even knew anyone who worked that hard with focus in order to accomplish and to be accomplished as the guys in my unit did. I'd always kind of been a bit of a daredevil. I just couldn't, quote, keep my booty still, what? as my old great aunt Bertie diagnosed as, at my 15th birthday party. What? No, she didn't. No, she, 15th birthday party? Yeah. Mm, that sounds like something you'd say to a little kid. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, like an Bradley, aunt saying to a 15-year-old, keep your booty still. Right, Bradley, we need to talk about your booty. 
Yeah, like no, that aunt wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. You're you got to get your booty under control. Mm-hmm. You're you're practically an adult, a grown man now. <laughs> I mean, was he dancing too hard? Like, what is what does that really mean? I think he was twerking. Okay. It was a great time. We were jumping off the roof into a kiddie pool filled high up with shredded foam from a mattress I'd ripped up by hand. Really? That's what it says. I ripped that mattress up with my bare but, hands. That is bizarre. This is a bizarre book. <laughs> this is also one of his most successful pickup lines. One time I ripped a mattress <laughs> up with my bare hands. I didn't like trouble, you see. I just had a nose for action, a thrill for the outdoors, that sort of thing. The outdoors? Can you call the outdoors a foam-ripped swimming pool you're jumping into? It's, I don't think so. Yeah, it sounds... I mean, it doesn't sound like the outdoors because it sounds fun to me. So when I discovered <laughs> that I had this natural bent for fixing things, I was so excited. I was also relieved. My brain could be the one making me a living, not my brawn or bravado. Uh, I mean, sure, being a mechanic involved using my hands and muscles, too. But working on planes also involved figuring out problems and thinking about the best, the best way to fix things. The best way. The best way. That's my way. <laughs> <laughs> this new direction of mine was a major step up new for direction. my family. <laughs> yeah, he joined One Direction. <laughs> this, this is actually the true story of Zane Malik. Good job. That's a guy from One Direction, I know. right? Good okay. job. Harry Styles, is that another one? Yes. And some other guys. It meant I might live to see, see old age, unlike practically every male in my bloodline. Plus, none of us had ever served our country in the armed forces. Me joining up was an even bigger step forward for us. Like his people? I, de- I declared. <laughs> everything I do, I feel, is a big step forward for my people. My peoples. For me, personally, did you know that I'm the first podcaster in my family? Do you know that I'm the first? Wow. In your family? <laughs> so you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Joining up, did, did you know also we're second we're, cousins? Did you know that I'm your sister? This is really oh my awkward. God. This is a big moment for the show. <gasps> Joining up meant my freewheeling garage experiment antics might have a constructive, positive outlet while, while I learned more skills and grew in my abilities. Okay, oh my God, so, this is a fucking resume. It is. Like, it's an interview. It's, this is an interview. I'm bored. Are you bored? Well, but it's, it, the job he's applying for is deflowerer. Well, you know, and I'm, this is saying something, but I kind of want to go back to the first paragraph. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> more, com- more. I completely relished the traveling part of Air Force life. Mercy, the world had never seemed so big. Mercy, Mercy! me, or the beautiful, world is honestly. So big. Obviously, combat was what it was. Yeah, you know, combat. You know, combat. But as things changed in all those long years, I found newer and cooler methods to indulge my thrill-seeking ways. You know, when he I, should go up to injured people in combat and just do his, like, chiropractor, Reiki, So I, I couldn't no help but parts. notice that uh, you got a compound fracture sticking out right there. You want a little help? I can't help but notice that you've got no heart anymore, but let me just use no new parts. That's right. And we're going to get you back on in combat. <laughs> we're going to get you right back in action. We'll just hook this thing up to this thing. And like, duct I'll just, tape. I just putter around in the garage. I mean, I'd never worked on humans before, but I had fixed a bike. A human is just like a weird fleshy car. <laughs> <laughs> when I was, <laughs> you know, I love taking out my flesh car. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I got my flesh car upgraded. <laughs> oh, really? Like dual overhead cams? It's a hybrid, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. Not, you know, am I right? <laughs> when I was a kid, I never would have imagined rock climbing in the Swiss Alps would be just one of the many adventures life brought me. But most of all, I loved the culture of performance, of excellence. Oh, of course, there were jerks, wimps, and assholes, as there are in all aspects of life. But I had the best of luck in all my deployments. The people around me inspired like nobody's business. And so that was my world, a world where I had a place, a duty, and a status no one could take away from me. 
That world all came crashing down, though, when I got into an accident that forced me to retire. Mm. Chapter two, still Bradley. <sighs> so it just says Bradley again? It just says Bradley okay, again. Okay, now we know for our romance novel, we can do this. <laughs> yeah. To this day, I could still smell the diesel fuel burning from my seat in the cockpit. That day, everything felt wrong. Woke up on the wrong side of the bed, like <laughs> poured coffee in my cereal. Crashed my plane. I remember telling everyone that I felt like I had woken up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. Okay, sorry, <laughs> I just read ahead accidentally, apparently. They just laughed and told me to shake it off, thinking that maybe the thought of going up in the air that day was starting to get to me. That wasn't it, but at the same time, I couldn't quite say what it was that was bothering me. When the shots rang out and I heard the metal pings of the plane being shot, I knew that was what that feeling had been. <laughs> Um, cool. Okay, then. I, it's like, I knew something okay, shitty I, was going to happen today. Is I'm it relieved. This? Is I it my right. plane getting shot down? Yes. Yep, yes, it, it is. is. That was what it was. A sick dread filled me as I watched everything seem to move in slow motion. Mayday! Mayday! Called the pilot, sweat covering his brow and his shirt collar. I felt the impact as the plane hit the ground like a meteor, and I was the hurtling hunk of space rock. But I didn't think I would make it out alive. But I did. Because <laughs> here I am, narrating this chapter. I'm a ghost now. <laughs> I had been hurt fucking badly. Initially, I blacked out, and when I woke up, I was a ghost. I but, was in a hospital bed. But the surgeon took my hand and waved my hand over my body, and <laughs> magically I was fixed. And then my engine felt much better. <laughs> what do you think, Doc? Asked a woman's voice. Can't be sure, said a man's voice. I can so say, though, that he's stable for now. And considering that many of the people who were on the flight with him sustained very serious injuries, I would say he's in a really good position. Oh, because that's how you judge people's health is based on how everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. Also, if I if I had a dollar for every time I've overheard <laughs> the medical staff talking about me while they thought I was in a coma. Only- You'd have... No money. No. Only time will tell, he said. I just hope he wakes up soon. That will be the deciding factor in all of this. That and his will to live. It sounds like he is awake. Uh, apparently, I faded in and out of consciousness oh, for a few days. There we go. Then one day, I opened my eyes. I remember staring at the ceiling and seeing a brown spot on one of the tiles. I just stared at, at it, trying to figure out where I was and process what I could remember. A nurse walked in and saw that my eyes were open and gasped. Doctor, he's awake, she yelled, running back out of the room. I don't think that ever happens. And the doctor's never right there. The doctor rushed in no, and looked no, at me. There's no, no. How do you feel, he asked, careful and gentle, like his voice would knock me back into unconsciousness. I tried to move and felt a lot of pain all over. Hurt, I managed to say. The word came out more like a grunt, though. It's okay. You're all right. You've sustained a few injuries, but you'll live. With some therapy, you will slowly start to improve. Oh, why is the doctor a robot? (laughs) I don't know. There was no human Medical technology has come a really long way. (laughs) Doctors are robots now. The doctor explained to me what had happened. The plane crashed, but we made it to friendly territory before the enemy could finish the job. We were then taken to a hospital where we received care right away. Uh, Cool. Okay, great. That's what happens. All right. Also, we're pretty much out of time. Okay, good. Thank God. All right. Great um, pick. Thank um, you. This is the first but paragraph. I, I feel I feel like I was I was misled because because like I was really starting to get into like just just just, just me and my dick just plowing through. Ew. Oh, um, oh, never ever <laughs> ever say that again, Matthew. So our book for next week is called my Me and My Dick. dick. <laughs> my dick plowing my through. Dick, my dick plow. Uh, <laughs> okay. What is our next book? Seriously. Let's get serious for a minute. Let's get serious. Let's talk about war. Do you want to get serious here? Yeah. I want to talk about the cost The cost of war. Okay. The price of war is what I meant. Okay. Our book is a, a book by an author you uh, may or may not have heard of, Nicholas Sparks. And no. The, uh-huh. Oh, no. The book is called Two by Two. 
by it's Nicholas. about some ants that go marching. Nicholas Sparks, uh, 4,624, four and a half star reviews. Why do you do this to me? Because uh, I love you. <laughs> And this book was horrible. All right. You can find us at lookinsidethisbookclub.com and on facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which this week stands for a look inside this um, battered cockpit. Yes. Thank you. Very well done. Uh, and uh, see you next time. Oh, and can you leave yeah. us a review? We have oh, been please. stuck on the same review number for a very long time. We yeah. want to hear from you guys. What do you love? What do you hate? What do you want Matthew never to say again? Leave a review on wherever you leave reviews. Yeah, but also it's okay if you only tell us what you love. That's fine, too. True. Leave your review on wherever you leave reviews, like on the wall, like on your yeah, the um, side of your favorite grocery store. We Our favorite reviews are the ones written on bathroom stalls. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. For, see, a, for a good time, look see inside Matthew. TBC. See you next time. Ah, uh, why the engineers?